apartment, his gaze paused for an instant. At every mooring chain and rope, at every stationary boat or barge that split the current into a broad arrowhead, at the offsets from the piers of Southwark Bridge, at the paddles of the river steamboats as they beat the filthy water, at the floating logs of timber lashed together, lying off certain wharves, his shining eyes darted a hungry look. After a darkening hour or so, suddenly the rudder lines tightened in his hold, and he steered hard towards the Surrey shore. Always watching his face, the girl instantly answered to the action in her sculling. Presently the boat swung round, quivered as from a sudden jerk, and the upper half of the man was stretched out over the stern. The girl pulled the hood of a cloak she wore over her head and over her face, and, looking backwards so that the front folds of this hood were turned down the river, kept the boat in that direction going before the tide. Until now the boat had barely held her own, and had hovered about one spot, but now the banks changed swiftly, and the deepening shadows and the kindling lights of London Bridge were passed, and the tiers of shipping lay on either hand. It was not until now that the upper half of the man came back into the boat. His arms were wet and dirty, and he washed them over the side. In his right hand he held something, and he washed that in the river too. It was money. He chinked it once, and he blew upon it once, and he spat upon it once. For luck, he hoarsely said, before he put it in his pocket. Lizzie! The girl turned her face towards him with a start, and rode in silence. Her face was very pale. He was a hook-nosed man, and with that and his bright eyes and his ruffled head, bore a certain likeness to a roused bird of prey. Take that thing off your face. She put it back. Here, and give me hold of the scouse. I'll take the rest of the spill. No, no, father, no. I can't indeed, father. I cannot sit so near it. He was moving towards her to change places, but her terrified expostulation stopped him, and he resumed his seat. What hurt can it do you? None, none, but I cannot bear it. Is my belief you ate the sight of the very river? I... I do not like it, father. As if it wasn't your living, as if it wasn't meat and drink to you. At these latter words the girl shivered again, and for a moment paused in her rowing, seeming to turn deadly faint. It escaped his attention, for he was glancing over the stern at something the boat had in tow. How can you be so thankless to your best friend, Lizzie? The very fire that warmed you when you were a babby was picked out of the river alongside the coal barges. The very basket that you slept in, the tide washed ashore. The very rockers that I put it upon to make a cradle of it are cut out of a piece of wood that drifted from some ship or another. Lizzie took her right hand from the skull it held and touched her lips with it and for a moment held it out lovingly towards him. Then, without speaking, she resumed her rowing, as another boat of similar appearance, though in rather better trim, came out from a dark place and dropped softly alongside. "'In luck again, Gaffer,' said a man with a squinting leer, who sculled her and who was alone. "'I knowed you was in luck again by your wake as you come down.' "'Ah,' 
replied the other dryly. So you're out, are you? Yes, partner. There was now a tender yellow moonlight on the river, and the newcomer, keeping half his boat's length astern of the other boat, looked hard at its track. I says to myself, he went on, directly you over in view, yonder's gaffer, and in luck again. By George, if he ain't. Skull it is, partner. Don't fret yourself, I didn't touch him. This was in answer to a quick, impatient movement on the part of Gaffer, the speaker at the same time unshipping his skull on that side and laying his hand on the gunwale of Gaffer's boat and holding to it. He's had touches enough not to want no more, as well as I make him out, Gaffer. Been a-knocking about with a pretty many tides, ain't he, partner? Such is my out-of-luck ways, you see.